Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So, where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up, Captain Lee? Michigan. No, I mean, whereabouts whereabouts were you raised? Michigan. Oh, that's so funny. I'm from Saginaw. Yeah. Where? No, I mean, like, where? Where? Do you know Saginaw? You know? This is the best meal I've ever eaten. How did you say that? What? Wait a minute, where are you from again? <laughs> wow. Let's be honest. These people are human garbage. They're trash. <laughs> They're I don't like to call people actual garbage. Like, like actual flotsam and jetsam. Oh, yes. Like like old Coke bottles covered in like Oil Barnac- barnacles <laughs> on a on a uh, on a rusty sea, a rusty it's ship under the sea have more value. Just than- like old produce, yes. that smells mm-hmm. of kind of slimy sulfur, yeah, slimy, such so kind of sweet garbage. Like if this were if this was <laughs> 1998, Sharon Stone would play Terry in this movie. <laughs> Because you know how she always played those just hard, kind of hard those characters, kind of hard but I think sad she, women. I think she aged out of that a little bit. I think oh, she's yeah. now no, she's now, now yeah. she's into like older uh, women who are trying to save people. Yeah, I love Sharon Stone. Me too. Good for her, me too. But did, she went through this period of playing a lot of like drunk. She did, or you know, it was her like she was trying to be Gina Rollins. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old, this is below Dick. Th- this is below Dick. dick. Bourbon buffoonery, and that's a good title. This is the next I, season I think, three, ep- or nine, episode three. I think buffoonery is a nice way to say it. Oh, y'all, these people—the uh, lack of respect yeah. that they had, not only for Captain Lee, but just for the crew humans. and humans. for each other, just humans. And I just—can you, in a million years, imagine behaving like that? No. No, even even at my most drunkest and belligerent, which is pretty horrible. I've seen that; <laughs> it's quite belligerent. I can get abusive. It, it's um, pretty bad. You're nothing compared to this. I'm nothing compared to what was his name? Not Julian. J- Justin. Justin. Thank you. Justin is a is just a he uh, the he is like that green shit Doctor Pimple Popper puts out of the. I mean, he is gross. I just. The At level, least that's entertaining. The, the level of anger that oh. these people had, and to think about, to think about where they are, yeah, and to have no perspective. They're on this beautiful, beautiful yacht yeah. in the Caribbean, yes, and all they can do is spew this bile yeah. at one another. Justin, really small dick, yeah. Like and who just was, and the other Michael's the drunk Michael. one. <laughs> At least, at least he was just drunk. I mean, he's trash too. I yeah. don't know. I'm like you. I don't love calling people trash, but I just could not think of no, another this word. Is, this was rotting garbage of people. Um, the, <sighs> yeah, I, and like the, at some points, Captain Lee was—you could tell was 
angry. Yeah. Well, when when the when he's like, yeah, what's your wife do? She's like, she doesn't do really anything. She's she paid her dues. She's like, she puts up with you. And Captain Lee is like, not you even trying to laugh. Flash, like. Captain Lee, we've heard they get this for free, and then they tip, and then they they give a tip, and that's all they have to pay for. Yeah, we don't know if that's true or not, but that's what we've heard. I'm, y'all, I guarantee you, they're going to leave a shitty tip. Yeah, if they if they do leave a tip, it'll be still and the poor one as much as it should have yes, been. I'm sorry. Yes, it won't be as much. And the poor gay guys, they're just there because they're probably getting a paycheck. <laughs> Okay. And they were excited to be on Below Deck, but that poor... What a weird addition. Yeah, the, the, <clears throat> the, one, the one with the hat on, y'all, P.S., 1998 called, and that they wants its white fedora back. <laughs> that is some, like, I think one of the band members from 98 Degrees wore that exact <laughs> oh, outfit. Yes! <laughs> yes! I do promise oh, you. Oh, God. 1998 wants that white fedora. Um, if you're asking if I wear this hat, <laughs> hey, hey, it, uh, you don't. I, I, I also love, I love that type of gay couple who knows how to accessorize and wears that those long sleeve shirts with a tucked in to their shorts. Not no. everyone can pull that Not off. Not everyone can pull that off. There is a very specific yes. type of gay yes. person. Kind of, it's like a like what is it? Olaf from Beetlejuice. Uh, Odo. Odo. O- o- Otho. Like Otho from yes. Beetlejuice type of gay. Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah, I can't do it. I think, didn't Otho have a wife in Beetlejuice? <laughs> if so, <laughs> that, that, she was dumb. That reboot's gonna be a little different. Uh, are they doing a reboot? No. Are they? I just said, I'm sure they are. They're rebooting They're everything. They're rebooting Killing everything. everything you love. They are, the, I, the new Ghostbusters looks good, but well, that's not really a reboot. That's a continuation. of. I, I haven't seen the trailer. So it's about, so the, the nerdy guy, um, the nerdy Ghostbuster, uh, the dark-haired one, whatever his name, the one that died in real life. Harold Ramis. So it's his, um, it's his daughter, and the casting is perfection. She looks just like him and acts just like him, and so it's like they move away, kind of, and they are in this kids from Stranger, one of the kids from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, cool! It looks really well done, but it's like she kind of discovers everything that he put up, and like, and ah. then Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and them are going to do make a camera. That is so cool. It looks really good. Did you watch the? The, what? Uh, did you watch the Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Ghostbusters? I never saw the Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy. I one. was so excited to see it. I was too. Was I just terrible. never. I heard it was more bad. <laughs> I heard it was real bad. I was because excited. I loved all those women, and it was just a terrible plot. I thought casting Chris Hemsworth as the dumbest, yes, it was great, but I never it saw it. It was awful. I meant to. I just never. And because I, I wanted to support <sighs> them. You know what I heard today? Sorry, y'all. We're off topic. We're doing announcements well, I, and a little gay TV, I but honestly still. wanted to put a little positivity because these the, people were, were so, so just vile. Just they were uh, vile. vile. Um, you, we've talked a lot about this show, so I feel like this is apropos. apropos. I can't remember the actor's name. Maybe you can. Here we go. Pyramid of time again. Um, Quantum Leap. Sam ba- Scott Bakula. Not Scott Bakula, but the other one. Dean Stockwell. He, he passed, passed away today. So R.I.P. Dean Stockwell. You brought us a lot oh of joy. A lot of joy. Hitting the side of that computer Sam, that just wouldn't work. Sam, I gotta tell you. Uh, <laughs> Again, if you're under 30, you don't know what we're talking about. I will say. God, I love that show. Dean Stockwell's not knowing things and not knowing the answers for Sam was probably one of the most frustrating things of my childhood. He really didn't know a lot. <laughs> he didn't know a lot, yeah. Anyway. So it says here, Sam, that if you don't get this done, you die. You could have told me that 45 minutes you ago. Could've. God, that's a good show, though. <laughs> oh, Scott Bakula was part of my sexual awakening. Yes. That hairy chest. And then when he would play drag, it's a very queer show, y'all. When it he is. Would, he would be women and yes. he was in drag. All right, Dean Stockwell. He was also in a lot of. He's he was he was like a television star from a long time back, 
And like since so many episodes of classic things like the Twilight Zone, oh, he was really? in. Yeah, you see him in lots of. I think he probably had a career of. Um, I, don't, I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff recently, obviously. But before Quantum Leap, he'd been like a celebrity or a star for like 30, 40 years. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. By the um, way, also, Sean Connery died a year ago. <laughs> We're aware of that now. I saw a bad clickbait you article. Clickbait. You, you did fell. too. You, no, I'm, you I'm, were just like, you went, you went oh, he died? And I wasn't, I wasn't, you didn't let me finish. I wasn't going to say you did it. I was going to say you fell for clickbait. We've all fallen for clickbait. Yeah, I did. Sometimes we're all a little bit of a Carl's wife. That's true. It's true. Carl! I saw where he died. I think Shirley Temple just died. <laughs> I'm so sad. So we did not kill him. Shoot her. Shoot her. Go get Mama's tap shoes. Go on. Go kill him. <laughs> Go kill him. Shoot her. Do that scene from uh, <laughs> Bubbling Brown Sugar. <laughs> Hey, y'all, real quick, a little bit of a nerdment. Um, um, go to the Linktree link to get tickets for our live show. They are still selling out. We, I th- we feel like we're on track to sell out eventually. Yeah. But you can still get tickets for the Friday night show. Um, In New York and Chicago. There are some people that can't come to our LA show that it is literally this weekend. The, on the 14th. So be checking that link because there might be some tickets that open up at the end. Yeah. Um, we, again, have no control over it. If you need to return your tickets, go to the link that you purchased tickets. Look at your email. Event go to Eventbrite. Eventbrite. You're going to need to return it. Don't come to us. We can't return your tickets. <laughs> Here's the deal, and I'm going to level with y'all. Poodle hasn't fucked anyone from this theater. Literally one of the few in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's so, why we're there. It's why we're there. Yeah. And also it's why we have no connections to anything. I, we we're don't. just showing up. Yeah. But we're very excited to show up. Also, y'all, The Single Life is coming back on 90 Day. Single Life Season 2. Season 2 with Debbie. The 12th. And it's on the 12th. So that's going to be on our Patreon and Supercast at the $5 tier. Did we ever figure out if we... If we it is. It's going to be on our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, it's on our Patreon and Supercast at the $5 tier. And then when it airs... And then, then when it... Because it, it's on Discovery Plus. And then when it airs on TLC, we will put it on the free yes. feed. And so yes. if you yes. want it now, you can buy it. If you want it later, you can wait. You can Everybody wait and gets see it. it. See it on TLC. TLC. Anything else, Poots? Uh, we're excited about our our live show this week. We're weekend. very excited. Very excited. Yeah. I think that's I, it. I spent a long time coming up with sound cue sheets. I don't think the sound person knows what they're up for oh, for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a very, very well-constructed sound plot of the show. And what's going to (laughs) happen is that we're going to forget to give the sound person the right cue. Maybe. It's literally the sentence is going to be, his asshole's like a hot dog down a hallway sound cue. And Poodle will say, your asshole's like a gaping Grand Canyon. Crickets. Nothing. Crickets. 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 Oh, oh, hot dog in a hallway. Hot dog in a hallway. Um, I, I can I can see me telling you sound sound the guy. So I'm um, I'm sure you're great. We have like zero room for error here. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've never done this show before, but um, we, I really need you to do exactly what I'm saying. And here. we're not doing a dress rehearsal. No, we're not because we can't. I'm I'm probably gonna do like a five minute tech run through with him. He doesn't know that yet. <sighs> great, <laughs> great. And what's gonna happen during the show, y'all? Is Poodle's gonna go play the sound cue? <laughs> That's what he does. I am not. I'm not saying I won't do that. Um, I need things to be. I have. Uh, I have constructed what I want. Boy, yeah. Also, we uh, uh, want to remind your husbands: there's no need to wax or trim this weekend. Poodle <laughs> no. likes a big bush on Poodle's playground, so don't worry about it this weekend. No need to shave like, that. I don't, tank. I don't need a clean. I don't need a clean workspace. No, no. no. In fact, he likes something let it to, grow. He likes something to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry, y'all. We're t- we need to talk about this show, but it was it was entertaining, but at the same time, it was just so vile. I had a hard time with these people. It was just, I don't like watching people behaving horribly for a long time. Or to, not necessarily to the crew, but to each other. Like, abusive. Yeah. it's And I know the crew was laughing about it, but I think finally, we're going to see more of it next week, but I think Ed, Eddie's finally going to step in and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it got a little, uh, got really kind of scary and unsafe there at the end. Me, I, fe- I did not feel good. Yeah, but before we get to all that, y'all... 
Frazier wants to fuck Jake. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is happening. He's getting up this morning, and they're all getting up, and Jake and Raina are doing the... Raina takes a... Uh, uh, a page out of my book. I do. When you hooked up with somebody not before, you just kind of go, "Oh, hey," and you just kind of look at your phone, and you're just trying not to think about what you did. I don't know if Jake even remembers. I don't know. They were so drunk, and then Fraser, he was not that drunk. He says to he's talking to he's talking to Heather or no, he's talking to um, later. He's talking to I think Rachel or Raina, and he's like. Oh, I got a little bit of tipsy last night. Did I do anything? And I was like, girl, I you saw know. you. You weren't that drunk. No. You weren't um, that drunk. What's your first tea bag? Oh, sorry. Um, so that, that sorry, I just jumped in. That is, I know, I was that's, I was correcting you. <laughs> um, that is my first tea bag. It's just kind of this, all this, everybody's in this very reminiscent of what we've all been of like, what do we do? We all made out with each other. I think I dry humped you. I think I told you that I want more than just the tip. And now I have to look at you in the light of day and work. It's not pretty. It's yeah. We've all Y'all, been don't, there. Don't don't do this. This is I, I will say I haven't had I have not one for shitting where I eat and having show answers. Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm going back and thinking, did I do that? You've done that in every single fucking show you've done. Not, but usually it's after. No, usually I, they just had female cast. Well, but I'm saying usually I hook up with them at the cast party or... This last show you didn't have a showmance. That's true. That, that was, you did not. And it was a gay show with a lot of gay people. You did not have a... a, a, a but yeah, A lot of them I kind of do. constantly shat where you eat. But... It doesn't blow up until after the show. So that's how it works. You have to keep it going through the show. Yes. Well, you you like the chase. So yeah. it's all through the show. And then it is cast party. You you get drunk and fuck around. Yeah. And then it's like, mm, I'll, tell, I'll call you. Never hear but them again. But the thing is, y'all, theaters use the same po- people, and then Poodle forgets about that. And then six months later, it's the reason why Poodle, he says he doesn't have time to musically direct <laughs> shows anymore, but it's because he can't see his old familiars. Or or uh, I'm sitting in, a, in, a, in an auditioning room, and someone came in who I banged in a previous show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, completely unreliable. Com- <laughs> no, no, not, not going to work. Great. Not gonna, not gonna they're work. like, oh, I worked with him before. He was fantastic. Yeah, uh, he's really went downhill. I think, yep. I think drugs are a problem. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. They're like, no. but you've had four of those today. <laughs> well, you know. Sorry. I'm, I'm a critic. Just, yeah. Tough standards. Oh, so yeah, y'all, not really the best, but come on. What's yours, Poodle? Um, Heather has decided... That she needs to sit down. Yeah, this is one of my with too. her team, and she's she says I'm I'm kind of I'm still kind of pissed at my team, and I just want everything to be the best, tip top, and uh uh where 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 is it? Um, they have interior. Uh, this is this is skipping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. but she has an um, interiors meeting in the Sky Lounge. Yes, what's well, part of what you're talking about? Yeah. It's part of the tea bag. And she says, "I need you guys to pick up the pace without letting our standards down." Yeah, she's like, "We need to make cocktails quicker." And instead of a fifteen-minute martini, we do, but it's not going to be better. If it's taking fifteen minutes to make a martini, then she's right. They do need to speed up. She's right, but so here's my question: It's the worst way to explain this to them. It's I don't feel like she's giving them any constructive criticism or tools. Constructive criticism. It's true, but tools to help them. She isn't, and instead of asking like Frazier, so. It seems like it's taking a long time to make. Kind of walk me through what's it like making cocktails. Kind of how can we work on this together it, instead it is, of just fix it. It is the American idling judge of bossing people, of management people. Where that's pitchy, dog. It's yeah, it wasn't really great for me. You need to do better. Yeah, it's not. This is not good managerial skills. Randy was not a good judge. I, no, he wasn't. But I, I really do believe. 
I think there's we I think we're seeing the just a faint glimmer of a mutiny um uh from the, from the interiors. Heather is not um <clears throat> there she's not she, I think she's going to stick around but she's not going to be liked. Well, it's interesting because and Fraser said this uh and I want to know if you what you think. She's like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily what she asks me, it's how she asks me. No, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is her tone and she's I think Heather is so not confident that she's yeah. just feigning this. And so it's, but it's just coming off really passive aggressive. It feels passive aggressive and entitled. And entitled and I don't think she means that, but it comes off that I way. I think she's trying to be breezy. Yes. Yes. But it, but it shows up as passive aggressive. Yes. And you know what it shows up as? Um, I only have to judge from Katie. So when Katie was probably too involved, I think, I think Katie's. Too, too much almost of an impact yeah. sometimes to be a chief stew but it feels like heather doesn't give a shit about them well Just like at, do at the, the job. same time i don't care about you as and a person at the same time she wants them to like her but There's to do that. that you need to buy into people yeah. where they feel like you're on their side you're rooting for them it doesn't seem like that at all whereas katie was very much yeah. like she really tried to well, feel what lexi was feeling and another type of managerial style is the kate chastain style where you say, we're going to do the best we can. We're going to have a good time. Um, I'm the boss here. And we're going to do whatever we can. I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to I'm gonna make sure everyone has everything. And I'm, when I say something to you that, that something needs to be doing, it's going to be unemotional. It's going to be because it needs to get done. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I'm going to be super clear about everything. And we're going to learn as we go. And I'm going to stay true to the to what I speak and to what I say. What would you do if you saw Kate Chastain in public? Oh my God, I would totally fan her. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't fan a lot of people. You, you're in love with her a little bit. You just need to watch the rest of Below Deck. You will be too. No, I'm just. But I'm. You just. She just does her job in a way that no one else can. Yeah. I'm honestly, honestly, she's she's like the. She's like a like a restaurant manager, if you, the best restaurant manager or assistant manager you've ever worked with. Uh-huh. At a at a at a, a, pl- a someone who is tough, yeah, and at the same time, uh, kind of has some sharp edges to her, but uh, and you don't want, you don't want to fuck with her. I only had one, and she left halfway when I was that month at Interurban. She left because she <laughs> married the manager at Sonic and Martel, and uh, Davis. What a romantic story. Well, um, she was pregnant. But you also feel that you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. At, at one point, Heather's only in this for her, it, that's feels, how it feels like. That's, yeah. yeah, that's exactly how it feels. I don't know. But um, anyway... Uh, so you, you, uh, you guys, I guarantee you, Fraser's already done. Jessica's heading there. Yes. They're, they, they just need some of the deck crew to start complaining about her and we'll have, she'll be on the outs. It's not good, y'all. This is the third episode. This is the third, third, yeah, second charter. Second charter. Not gonna go good. What's your next one? Let's talk about, um, again, this talks about it a little bit and then it happens more, but let's, let's talk about the Rachel and Eddie situation. Because, yeah. um, okay, I want to say something and we'll see how it goes up because you've already, I like Rachel. I'm liking yeah. Rachel. I like everything. I think she's funny. Do I think maybe she probably is going to be inappropriate when she gets drunk? But I also do a podcast with him. So I'm used to this. <laughs> but no, I, you know what I like about Rachel? At least, and maybe I'm just my initial kind of impression is that you know exactly who she is and where you stand. She does. I don't feel like she plays games with people. No, maybe I haven't seen it. But no, like, you know. Now, can't. The problem is, is if she doesn't like you, you'll know, then you'll know. And I could see her be unrelenting. However, yeah. though, I was surprised the way she talked to, to Eddie. And I think a lot of it probably has to do with Eddie's position. Yeah, she no, she the reason why she's not being she's being a little bit more upfront mm-hmm. with Eddie is because he's a first officer now. Yeah, uh, it's a big difference. in Yeah. Boston. And but also. 
she did it the right way. She of really saying, did. I was hurt by this. And, yeah, she calls and, them into a meeting. They sit down and talk. And honestly, I'm surprised. I don't. I. I don't remember. I guess because they probably hadn't watched everything yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember them being that much at odds at the reunion uh, last season. I don't know, maybe it's um, a plot point thing. But but they seem to be fine, she says. I mean, she, talks, she, says, she gets a little teary. She's she, very emotional well, about it. She's oh, she is she the, is, yeah. she is the soft underbelly. You she just is. don't. She, she's going to talk about eating people's cooter and eat my cooter and chewing off someone's larynx or, or because that's what Rachel does. But she has got a real, real soft underbelly. She's hurt <sighs> and you won't be able to see it. Mm. Um, I I was I'm a big Rachel fan. I but, like her, and she, but yeah. So you were saying she talks to Eddie. And she basically says like the things you said about me were not cool, and Eddie apologized for what he said. He didn't really take anything back though. No, and honestly, she was she was out of control several times last season, especially with Francesca the Stew. Mm, which and they, she was she was when when Rachel gets angry. Uh, it's pretty scary. Well, and Eddie said, you know, I did not get along with last season, Rachel. Um, and Rachel says, well, just make sure it doesn't happen again. And Eddie, they kind of have this like, thank you. And then she makes a joke and um, they kind of have this. They'll be fine. It's like, yeah, I think they're going to be, be fine, fine for the rest of the season. She, she gets, she gets that he respects her. Yeah. Um. She just did not like this. Needed to be. He. J- she just needed to tell him so she wouldn't be nursing a grudge because y'all. She's just. She's so insecure. I know you wouldn't think a person who talks like Rachel. Oh, I do. Every time just, someone talks like that, I immediately yeah. know that comes from insecurity. Yep. She's and I've she's read so good at her job. She's such a good chef. It's a whole bark versus bite. Yeah. Things, those type of people. Um. She does seem like a, her food is super interesting. Yeah. 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 Unless these people are eating it. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll oh, get to that. Jesus. Oh. Uh my next one. You know what? We're gonna teach Okay. Give us a hint. What's the hint for your next this one? This is Jessica calling her mom Susan, probably the most interesting woman in the world. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna get to that conversation when we come back from the break. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free free a $50 value again our url is songfinch.com slash reality gaze don't forget to share your song with us too songfinch.com slash reality gaze now gary play us out with a little bit of our songfinch original song to all our queens love yourself never be ashamed have hope and find your happy hey hey our canadian listeners we know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Hey, mom. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, yeah. honey. Hey, honey. Hey, I'm just uh, smoking a cigarette and gambling on my phone. <laughs> I want to make this favorite mom. favorite sentence. Uh, <laughs> Keeping it fucking real. Just smoking a cigarette and gambling on my phone. Yep. <laughs> and then she says, uh, you know, 
uh, it's she. We we like, later on we find out that Susan. Uh, she's like when when I went back to school to be a cosmetologist, my mother went back to school to be a mortician. Mortician, <laughs> and she wanted me to do all the makeup on the dead bodies. So I feel like Jessica is the least interesting person in the show, but she has the most interesting stories. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> like when she picked up an Uber driver who was involved with the hit and run. Yes. So maybe <laughs> that's her thing. She's just like she's like. Kathy, where shit just happens to her. And so, y'all, Jessica's not a great person to be at a dinner party with. No. But she's a great person who, when they have to share a story, you want to sit next to her. You know what? The thing with Jessica, she seems like she would be great in real life. Yeah. Like, just a great normal person. But on a reality show... She doesn't engage as much as she needs she's to. She's just not kind yeah. of... On that level, they'll they'll bring her they'll they'll bring her out. They'll everyone. This always happens. They they need like four episodes to figure out how to tell stories about people. Like what we def- already we already know how to tell stories about people like Jessica, Jake, and, and Raina. Yes, and we already know that Jake. They don't still know yet. They still don't know Wes. Which by yes. the way, y'all, God, they had a lot of shirtless Wes. His body is red. He's that like Dick. he's like that ectomorph like thin tight like tight body yes. he's hot he's a poodle it's time we're three episodes oh. in you know what we're taking a little we're taking a little side you know why because all aboard <laughs> <laughs> train mediterranean edition how are you gonna ask if the girl train can travel in the water <laughs> Water. <laughs> so the good train is a magic train. It can go underwater. Straight <laughs> <laughs> wave to the seahorses, children. With giant clams there too. <laughs> Bust out of the ocean, girl train. We'll see what you can do. <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but I'm happy with it. Cover my face and not look at you (laughs) at one point. Yo, I I will say it's time for you to use a gift, poodle. I don't think Wes is necessarily belongs on the girth train. No, I think I think length it is satisfactory. I think so too. There's Um, no fat around it, so you get full shaft. Yeah, I think it it is definitely looks like a flagpole. Yes. 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 You want to raise something on it. It's not like if you're sleeping with someone who's got a little cushion for the pushing. No shame in that game. Uh, I've done it. You just have to kind of, sometimes you're just moving stuff out of the way. Moving stuff. Got to do a little bit of a clearing. Talc powder to dry some areas (laughs) that shouldn't be so wet. Let's move this here, 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 so you can get on it. It's yeah. now so it's like a sandbox. It is, yes. <laughs> Woo! That's like a, a Japanese Zen garden, but with a dick. <laughs> or uh, one of those logic puzzles. You have to move things yeah, in a way. To get it around. You yeah. have to move this layer of fat just to get on that dick. Now your yeah. now your Instagram is going to show you an ad of a logic <laughs> puzzle trying to get to a dick. Um. So Wes. So what about Jake? Um. This could go one of two ways. Okay. It could go a, I think I've said before, it is girthy and thick, mm-hmm. uh, uncut, obviously. Yes. Or I think it could be extremely tiny. But just full of confidence? Yes. Okay. I, I He's, sometimes it's, English, English boys are the hardest to Sne- gauge. Sneaky snakes. You never know. Um, but definitely, definitely, I'm, that's where I'm seeing. What about Eddie? Boyfriend Dick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Boyfriend Dick. Boyfriend Dick. Any other men? I think that's Fraser. It. Oh, Fraser. You know? Yeah. It's good. It's good, y'all. It's big. I think, I, I think, do you think, I think Biggest Fraser. in the cast. Yeah, I think so. Except yep. Captain Lee. Except for Captain Lee, who Yo. basically is like a baby's, baby's arm. Yeah. It's like a, he, he goes swimming naked and, you know, and they think a seal's beached. And you know what? It doesn't matter if it isn't. 
because it's the energy. He knows he knows what to do with it. He knows what. But yeah, Fraser. I think yeah. it's Fraser. Yeah, y'all. Biggest dick on that chip. Yep. 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 Probably uncut as well. It is. Yeah. Sneaky yeah. snakes. Very bulbous tip. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I'm seeing. Kind of like the end of Jafar's staff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just looks like a cherry. Someone's yeah. someone's put a little cherry in a yeah. in a hood. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. like the cherry goes boop, boop. <laughs> Anyway, an uncir- a good uncircumcised penis looks yep. like someone is hiding a tiny cherry. Yeah, it's true. Maraschino. Maraschino. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that red. Can I drink the liquid, please, sir? What are, what are those? What are those Washington Rainier cherries? Re- Rainier. The yellow ones. <laughs> yes, yellow slash red. I love. I love a good Rainier cherry. Cherry. I don't Jelly. know where what where we're talking we? about. Yeah, let's. let's but what's your next one? I was talking let's about talk Jessica's about, mom. Speaking of all crew together, let's talk about. Y'all, this is my first time with Captain Lee, remember? Yeah. The, they Never have, forget your first. They have an all-crew meeting in the Sky Lounge. The difference of the way Captain Lee... In the Interior Lee, Illusions Lounge. Yes. The difference of the way they have a captain's meeting compared to fucking Captain Sandy is night or and Sean. hot. Or even or Sean, Sean is like, <laughs> he's got jokes. Y'all, Captain Lee... Captain Lee's not here to bullshit you. He's not. He's not. Jew. Now, you don't know this... Radios are Captain Lee's pet peeve. Yeah. And when he said, if you don't know where your radio is, I probably have it. That's true. <laughs> That's happened in previous seasons. And he goes ape shit on people. Well, no, because he's, how can you it's get a safety a hold of, issue? Yeah, how can yep. you get a hold of people? They don't have their radio. Yep. But you, you, every fucking season, there is someone who leaves their radio. It's almost always a deck crew member. But I love that he has... <laughs> It's interesting. You know, a lot of people say, my only rule is you work hard and you give your best. Da, 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 da. His is, don't embarrass yourself and don't embarrass the charter. Yep. Yep. That's very clear, but also that is, that's a lot of pressure. Yep. Well, for him, you need to be afraid of him. Done. That's the way he works. Yeah. And I think that's probably, a, it works for him. Uh, mm-hmm. And people work, Pretty works, hard to get. Works for me. I know. Me too. And um, people work hard to get his approval. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that was really just kind of like. I mean, it. Um. That was just. It, boy. Um, night and day. I just need. But to not say, uncaring. No, no, not, no. Doesn't seem like he doesn't not care about them. He just and said, "I got a." Uh, he's like, "I've got a pocket full of plane tickets here." To give all of you, and it's not in a in a way of Captain Sean trying to like threaten them. I'll fire you, but because you just don't get that, you don't get that. I have to be better than you. That desperation from yes. Captain Lee. He's been doing it long enough. I hope Captain Sean doesn't take Captain Sandy, Sandy's place. I hope if Captain Sandy leaves, I hope they still just for they still. Are, I mean, no, it's probably harder to find, but I hope bringing another it, lesbian woman, a woman. <sighs> Any anyone's better than that. But than I Captain still hope Sandy. they bring a. It'd be nice for them to have a female. Captain. I agree. I agree. I wonder how. I think they're rare. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Maybe they'll make Malia captain. <laughs> <laughs> She's not first officer yet. Nope, that's so, true. So what we're learning is this is new because this is. But the, just for clarification. So, Eddie wants to be the first officer, which means he's not supposed to... I guess he's the first officer, but he's almost been acting like a bosun. Yeah. So, the bosun is on the deck with the deck crew. At least head of deck crew. And the first officer doesn't do that at all. They're up in the the captain's log. It's the captain's right-hand man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But on this ship, they haven't haven't named uh, lead deckhand yet. Yes. So, now we can talk about this. Sure, that's one of mine. They, Eddie, Eddie desperately wants to learn more. He's like, yes, I, well, I want to name Jake lead deckhand. And, and, uh, and Captain Lee's like, it's a little bit early, uh, for me to uh, do yeah. this. And, uh, and, and, and what he says, what I think is very different than Sandy. He says, the problem is if we give them some responsibility and he messes up, it's our fault. Yep. It's not his not what Captain Sandy would say. <laughs> it's never going to be her fault. It's never going to be her fault. But I Ever. appreciated that he's taking the responsibility of leadership. Anyway, go ahead. And and Captain Lee does say, 
And if I regret this, Eddie, you will too. Yes. Uh, and there's and a, he laughs, and he means it, and I'm aroused. But there's this kind of Captain Lee is believes in a type of universal justice. Yes. And and it's the justice we all kind of understand, but we also kind of don't want to acknowledge. We'd like to be able to get by with it. Yeah. But it's the kind of justice like your grandmother's justice. Yes. Yeah. Like my grandmother would know if I did something wrong. And she's like, well, now you got to pay the consequences. Yep. You knew you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. And you know, this is going to hurt me too. <laughs> It you does, think I like this? that? Is it is Jay grandmother Bird? justice? It is or, grandmother or gra- justice, grandfather justice, or as, as Jessica said with her grandma, micromanager Marion justice. Ooh, sorry, but I think it's that, that was that was about Heather. That was about but yeah. Heather. Yeah. Now, do, are you familiar with the whiskey that is spelled C H C H I V A S C H I V A S? I just want to put this. I've always heard that, and maybe is this has been pronounced wrong. I've Chivas? always heard it as Chivas. Chivas. Maybe that is, that's for me working in bartending. Maybe it's because of in the South or uh-huh. Michigan. Heather says Chivas. Like Chivas. it's rhymes with Shiraz. Y'all, I don't know. Come at me. Maybe I've been saying Chivas my whole life. I don't know. I, I don't drink whiskey. And maybe she was just being pretentious by saying Shabazz. Shabazz. But I was kind of taken aback. But I've, because I've heard Shivas Rocks, you know. Oh, uh, yes, I have heard Shivas. Yeah. That's Shivas Rocks, yes. It's a, <laughs> so I just, I was just like, she's like, we have a Shabazz. Shabazz, yeah, she tells them all. Let, let's talk about that, y'all. The, the, the charter it's no, it's no shushuskas. Yeah, shushuskas. <laughs> um, shushushka. Shushushka. So, y'all. <laughs> thank, the, thank you, everyone, for coming at me uh, about, about that it bothered you, too, instead of, instead of the shushuka. Or, yes. Now, now uh, shushuka. Yeah. Now I can't say it. Ina Garten makes a good one. Now you know what it is. No, I knew what it was. Oh, okay. It was just when... I, when you said it, I, it's not the word I think of. I, I saw it. I only knew of it, though, recently because I think like a year ago, like on Barefoot Contessa, Ina Garden yeah. made it. Otherwise, I, I would never have known. It's a relatively new thing for Americans. Yeah, I know. never would have known. Yeah. Um, y'all new episodes of Barefoot Contessa are back. <laughs> I'm so happy. Speaking of homosexual it's television. My, it's my Sunday. Ben and I from Crappens, always, we always message about her because we love her. And you I love know. her, too. I do love her. You love her, too. Um, y'all. These from day one or minute one when they get on this fucking boat, that Justin guy is not shutting the fuck right. up the entire time. He he y'all they arrived. I wrote down Michael Shut up. <laughs> but Justin keeps on talking. Then there's Sean and Curtis, those are the gays. There's Michael, Justin, and then poor Terry. Poor Terry, who is their Poor colleague. Terry. I don't believe in a, in a romantic setting. It's very. They're all. Uh, by the way, they're all real estate brokers. Real estate so. brokers, um, and yeah, you know, they just don't aren't given to give you to give you a little bit of riveting. A, Thank you for yawning on our welcome. show. To give you a, a a slice of what Justin. This is a luxury yacht and poodle. What what does Justin do when it comes to his whiskey? He carries around a thermos. <laughs> Brought it's it with a, him. Like a fucking Yeti. It, it's a Yeti. It's it's just trashy. It's now look, y'all. We're not saying we're classy. No. I'm gonna be honest. The the if, the, I, if I was on the boat The opposite is true. If I was on the boat, I would kind of think of this. I know that if Poodle drank from a thermos at home. He would want to bring his own thermos for the boat. But also, I would know that... But you wouldn't. It's a yacht. But you know... But but let's not go yeah. above our raisin. You would... Part of you would want to, because yeah. you'd say, God, it's just more practical, so you don't have to get me ice all the time. I agree. But y'all, you're on a fucking luxury yacht. Yeah. And the, as they get drunker and drunker, this turns into... They're already lit. The worst version of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf Boy. ever. <laughs> <laughs> not good. Like, 
even, even you people people who watched uh, the ghost of Elizabeth Taylor just said, "Well, this is hard to take." This, yes, this <laughs> is hard to take. So, so they're. Just, I believe they are quite soused. Oh, oh. Anyway. So anyway, um, that that's really we should. Um, I guess one guy one yeah. guy does say, "Can you bring me?" I think it was Justin who says, "Can you bring me? How about some tequila?" And the gay guy goes, "Oh my god, I'm going to kill you! This you is, just asked for there have no whiskey pairing, and you just asked for tequila." This is a Sean. That's Sean, y'all. I hate to admit it. Sean and Justin have some homosexual undercurrents. I agree you with can that. tell because Sean keeps like. Sean keeps ribbing him. Sean wants to suck his dick. I could see that. Yeah, or find it. <laughs> find it. Or at least it's the whole or logic these, puzzle thing, y'all. You just gotta push things around. Or maybe Sean around. probably just wants to bend uh, him over and like fuck uh, him because it's his boss. Uh, uh, y'all, mm, they uh, probably thought this is gonna be so good for us. We'll get so many clients that want to uh, buy homes from us. And y'all, Justin keeps getting worse, and they're saying, this is not the, this, he's like, isn't it, you said in the fanciest dinner you've ever had, it's like, this is the fanciest dinner I've you know, ever had. No, you know who this is? This is people that do coke over 35. That's the truth. They're, um, uh, they're like, uh, the Pratt family. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're even worse than, but he's kind of enlightened now. Oh, he has he? candles. Yeah, Spencer. Not the Pratt, the, but they are like the Pratt family. What's Elizabeth's family from 90 Day Fiance? Oh. Uh, What's their last name? The, the uh, Podhast. Podhast. Pratt. But they are like Spencer Pratt, though, too. That was like a subcon. Yeah. But yeah, they're like the Podhouses. Oh. Podhast. Podhouses. <laughs> Podhouses. Podhast. I always called them Podhouse. Anyway, like Charlie. <sighs> oh, God. Uh, so... Uh, and y'all, as Captain Lee is sitting there, and he says yeah, they're, so they're drunker than a four-peckered goat. Four-peckered goat. And then he said they're drunker than a than a herd of four-peckered gro- goats. And they are, I mean, they're just so, so I, disrespectful to and him. And y'all, Justin basically goes and sits, and he refuses to have dinner with them. Then they bring his, which I thought this was amazing, the the crew without even missing a beat, they said, "We'll just bring his food to him out there." And they set up a table. They just did it with the tablecloth and just set up his table, y'all. That's professionalism. It is. Rachel like totally reinvented how she, she went, served and served it oh, just all in a bowl. That's what I'll do. Okay, here we it go. It was. I know. So that's how you deal with. Uh, See, someone like Matthew would have never been able to handle that. No, 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 no. And the no. rest of the crew is like, and Eddie's like, here you go. We'll set you up like and this. Wes is great with him. We start to get yeah. a little bit. Wes is like joking with him and laughing with him. And because y'all really, Wes is having you fucking babysit him yeah. because he's drunk and he's sitting with his feet in the water. So they are making sure he doesn't jump in the water and try to go swimming and fucking drown. And that that was scary a little bit. Yes, so that's what it's about. They a lot of them go to bed, and then it, there's this weird, scary thing between Justin and Terry. Yes, where he keeps telling her to get the fuck to bed, and she's yes. trying to tell him something. Yes, and that's when it got Captain Lee left. He calls him a yeah. quote. He calls him a bunch of morons. But that's when it got kind of uncomfortable. Like there's going to be something physical that happens. Yes. yes. And it was right before Michael. Yeah, he went. He kept hiccuping. Like Michael's throwing up in his bathroom. I just I find I found this not that the people were besides the fact that the people were objectionable. I just have a problem when people talk to each other that way. Oh, it was so demanding, and him saying, uh, "Yes, I meant to meeting." But he was demand. He was yeah. demand. What I was saying, he was demeaning because he was demanding her. Yeah, oh, maybe that is the word. He was saying, "Get bed, get down," like treating her like a dog, like she needed to get down said, to her quarters. She needs to go to her room and shut the fuck up. Yes, I just y'all. This is guy. I was thinking, are you gonna fucking hit her? That's what it felt like to That's me, and I was like really uncomfortable. It was really, really uncomfortable. Um, oh. I think that's all I have. Um, I just want a couple things about them. Uh, at one point, 
I think Michael was so drunk, he burnt at the table with Captain Lee there. He did. And then when Justin comes, after they leave, but still, Justin comes back and he puts his bare feet on the table. <gasps> Did you I not missed see that. It? Yes. I missed it. He's put his bare feet up on the table when he was harassing Terry. Oh, God. Actual human garbage, Human y'all. garbage. One thing. Rotten that, cabbage. Rotten cabbage. The only thing that I want to bring up is, um, y'all, they end up as Eddie and Captain Lee do ask Jake to be the... Be oh, the, I thought we said that. Maybe we didn't. No, we talked about that before, but oh. they do ask him to be uh, the... Uh, lead deckhand. Lead deckhand. 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 And as Captain Lee says, I'm going to regret this. And you know what? I love it how all the other deck crew is happy for him. Oh, yes. Wes is happy. Raina's thrilled. I love that. Raina's like, I, we fuck. We try to kiss and fuck around. So he's a. Uh, I, don't, I don't have to worry it, now. Now, I will say. Oh, we forgot to say. Yeah. This is very different than in previous seasons when we would have a bunch of meatheads on staff. And I'm so glad after the way Ashton and some of the other dick Mostly our South African meatheads. Was it just like a dick swinging contest? No, they're just when once there's so much meathead testosterone, mm-hmm. they start attacking the women. Oh, that happens. Yeah, that's not great. Um, and I think they realize that that doesn't necessarily work well. No. So hopefully we don't see. I mean, it's good eye candy. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but mostly, mostly, I I never Jow is a piece of shit. But God, he was something to look at. Um, but yeah, it's a different type of season because already Raina says she. We thought it was a woman. Raina's already interested in another guy. Yeah, it's true. She says she doesn't want to sleep with Jake. Yeah, she said she. We'll see if that it takes. Y'all, she but just Fraser's make her, there. But Fraser says I. He said something to like to the fact of like it's already Fraser Jake Endgame, or he said something yeah. like that. Ooh, y'all. Ooh. Mark my words, they're gonna fuck. Oh, really? No, they'll just kiss. No. Really? Fraser's going to at least suck his dick. Possibly. Yeah. And big y'all. Fraser's got a gleam in his eye. Jake has mentioned butt stuff so many of of getting fucked. That's true. And y'all, Fraser is a top. I I was going to say he's at least versatile, but I think he's more of a top. I think he's personality more of a. He's going to fuck Jake. I agree with that. And he's I'm, kind of a femi top. I, and I need the video of that. That's a uh, that's a term for you guys. Fem top. Fem top. Fem top is a guy who can be very effeminate, but, it, but you turn yeah. the li- turn the lights out. Turn off the lights, you top, and fuck me like they, a pig. They turn into. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you do that. Your eyes actually cross. Yeah. So that's what I imagine you're like yeah. when you're getting railed. Y'all, we commit on this podcast. If you go to the live show, get ready. You might get grossed out by the faces we make. And the physical the physicalizations. Jake's Florian alone looks like he's convulsing. It's like a full body dry heave. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's 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 the show. That's the show, me too. I think it's going to be a good season. We'll see. All right, everybody, go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can find out all of all of the stuff we're doing for you there. You can go to the Linktree link to see the live show links. Um, also, uh, other podcasts, Nikki Levy, Don't Tell My Mother. People are still enjoying that podcast. Thank yes. you so much for listening. And I have to, I need to plug that I'm, uh, oh, I yeah. was a guest on These Are Their Stories, the dun, dun. Law and Order podcast. Dun, dun. Um, so check me out. The most recent episode um, called Ballerina. I recap it with Carol Burnett. With Carol Burnett, we have a lot of fun on there. Uh, we they they were great, and they and I, I basically asked to be asked back, for, and I basically asked the, to do what you told them which episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, was that's, it the live Minnelli? No, that's a poodle move. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was a it, poodle move no, to say that's a mother poodle move because she did it on <laughs> "Don't Tell Your Mother." She did. She asked to. You're come just back. like her. Everybody, that was a big thing. I come. Everybody messaged me and went. Oh my God, Jake is just like his mother. I told, I've been telling Mother Poodle about her fans. And she's like, oh, that's ridiculous. I can't believe that. You are, you're funny that I should have my own show. And she's like, I bet I could get people to listen to it though. (laughs) I'm telling you, y'all, they're the same tree. Anyway. Anyway. So, y'all, we'll see you this week in our live show if you're in LA. Yes. But until then. 
Anchors again. You still never know what the sign off. Didn't remember until we said it. God damn. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.